Hello, everybody. This is Coach V. I am here with Coach Warak of the San Antonio Trubadars. Is that right? How do you how do you say that, Coach Coach Warak? Trubadars. and Trubadors. Trubadors. Okay. And then we I'm got. Guessing. I don't know. And then we got Russack of uh, the Montpelier Peepers. Both first times in the uh, PNTT final. Um, so congratulations, coach, coaches. Uh, Russ, Thank we'll you. start with you. How are you feeling about your team? Like you guys, um, number two seed, you've you've beaten pretty much everybody. Um, and uh, I mean, you've had some close games, but what is it about this team that's made them so good? Oh, uh, I think getting extra shots. <laughs> Offensive rebounding and not yeah. turning the ball over much and causing turnovers. You know, what's what's unique about both your teams is that both of you return all five of your starters, um, which is always helpful. <laughs> and yes, you, both brought is. In, you both brought in great freshman classes. Warwick, um, you, brought, you brought in the 11-4 class. It's your highest rated class. But you decided to kind of go with what got you there last year. Um, take me, take me into that decision. Uh, yeah, tell me about your team. Like, yeah, benching, benching uh, an eleven four class is is a move, but um, it seems like it's paying off for you. Um, well, the guys, they're, they're really good. It's just they're a little bit flawed, especially defensively right now. Uh, they're not playing, they're not shooting well either at this present <laughs> time, so which is troubling in itself. But uh, I also had a good starting five, and, and they were all returning, so I, I, I want to just try with that. I'm trying to squeeze in more and more minutes for these guys when I can, though. Uh, real excited about uh, Herrera, who's my uh, backup power forward. Uh, he's the guy I'm looking for to, yeah. to make the big improvement coming soon. For sure. For sure. So, I mean, I got to talk about it. You didn't post about it, but um, so we have uh, one of Br Bradley of the Ann Arbor uh, Bing Bongs. He's one of our friends. We have like a text group with a bunch of us. He's in there and he sent us the play by play of the end of your game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is crazy. He's up by four with 33 seconds left. Um, you turn it over. Uh, Jack Carter misses both free throws. Kathy hits a three, low splits his low low splits his uh free throws, and then David Jacobs, he's not your biggest scorer. Thirty six percent from the field, sixty six from free throw. He gets the and one with five seconds left to put you guys up by one and to send you to the PNTT finals. How does your team keep that composure being down that much with that little time left against such a good team to pull out a victory like that? Um, Jacobs, I, I don't know where he came from. Uh, the one that took that last second shot, it would definitely not be one of my top three or four decisions, but, uh, he's a good player. Um, I honestly, you know, after that third period, uh, we went up into it up by five and then ended up down by 10 afterwards. So I, I really thought I was on the way out. So that whole, that whole fourth quarter was quite an interesting uh, turn of events, um, kind of watching it, reading it. Yeah. 
for sure. <laughs> well, you guys made it, and now you're now you're in the championship. So, Russ, playing a team like San Antonio, where you got to deal with guys like Grant Cathy, Joseph Pruitt, Preston Copeland, and then Christian Brown. How do you – I mean, they're just so balanced in so many ways. How do you well, – what's your strategy, or how do you combat that? How do you figure this out? How, what, what, what's your strategy to attack them if you have one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, what's interesting to me is I look at both teams, and you know, at least statistical-wise, and uh, I can't believe how similar the teams are. Um, I think we kind of went – have been at least – over the games that you can see stats for, I think we're winning kind of in the same way. And one of those ways is depth. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of feel like it'll be whichever team does what they do best better, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think our teams are quite similar. And then Warwick, you look at a team like Montpelier and, you know, it's one thing to have a great starting lineup with like Tanner Wilkerson, who's just been playing dominant, Moises Gary, Ethan James, all those guys are studs and could be the best player on a lot of different teams. But then you have guys like Javier Garrett coming off the bench who's shooting 70.1% true shooting percentage. How do you how do you figure how do you figure that out? You know, their guard rotation is uh, really difficult to kind of come to grasp with. Um, you know, we're going to probably try to stick with that man-to-man. We've got the athletes. We've, I mean, our Christian Brown, he's a whirling dervish, you know, of just athleticism yeah. and ability. Um, it doesn't always uh, come to fruition in the games. You know, trying to harness what he can provide in the game has been really difficult. And, you know... It's just uh, Montpelier is just very tall, too. Yeah. Um, they're just long, and um, that three-guard rotation. Both you guys are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, there's a reason why Jacob's there is because he provides a little bit more of that length um, that uh, I lose in Brown. Because um, Brown is not a traditional point guard. I mean, he has a one assist to three turnover ratio, but what he does provide is just a lot of speed and energy into the game. Um and uh, just trying to figure out how to slow down that that guard for what's called a four man rotation. Yeah. It's just going to be very difficult. For sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, it's really incredible. I mean, both your runs, I'm just so impressed um, by both your teams, how you've overcome. Um, Russ, is it like. I mean, both of you guys have went through different uh, things of, uh, like, turmoil and, like, some hard times. Russ, what do you um, what do you think the key is for your victory tonight, uh, tonight when you guys play? No, probably, to be honest, making shots. Um, <laughs> when we're making shots, we're tough to beat because we're pretty good in other areas. But when we're not. Yeah. You can certainly beat us um, if we go cold. So I would say that's probably the biggest one that my scorers score. Yeah. I'm not that worried about foul trouble because we are deep. I know they are too. Um, so that's why it's so interesting to me. I really do see the two teams as being pretty similar. Yeah. And then Warwick, what do you think the key is for you guys to come home with a victory? Um, we got to rebound the ball. They've got big guys all over the place that can rebound 
block shots. And it's going to be really difficult. I'm interested to see if we can do anything in the in the low post because you know with three guys they have like th- like twelve almost uh, yeah blocks a game, which is it's incredible. So we got to see what we can do. Uh, you know, trying to get some rebounds. You know, Copeland's a really really good guy, good center. Um, but uh, you know. Pruitt's been struggling a little bit this year, and then my bench is not the biggest and, and best rebounder. So uh, if we can rebound the ball, I think uh, we, we do upset. We stand a chance tonight. You guys have rebounded well so far, though, haven't you? Yeah. From what I've seen. They have, yeah. You're going to need one of those uh, Samuel Stewart performances against uh, Ann Arbor, Rush, I think. Oh. I mean, what I wouldn't give for a repeat of that one. <laughs> he went 13, 19, 13 points, 19 rebounds, 12 assists, zero turnovers, uh, nine offensive rebounds in that game. What what was going through your mind when you were watching that? You were watching like the reincarnation of Kevon Looney, right? It was crazy. I didn't know what the heck I was was happening it's obviously you look at his numbers he doesn't do that or anything close to that every game but yeah i don't know our team seems to get fired up for the bing bongs (laughs) (laughs) well you guys have both taken down the bing bongs russ you took down a really solid inglewood team and you know the way this tournament's been going it's kind of crazy there's only been one upset as far as seeds and that was carbondale taking down um albuquerque they were 11 seed taking on the six seed so if if it holds, it looks like San Antonio is going to win tonight. But you guys Darn were it. really clo- <laughs> you guys were really close in the point differential. One point differential separated the number one seed and the number two seed, which is uh, Montpelier. Um, part of that was Russ. You guys had a close one against Lubbock in the third game, the third regular season game, only winning by yeah. two points. Uh, they hit a meaningless three to. Um, give uh, San Antonio that little tiebreaker. What it happens? So I'll start with you, Russ. What do you, so if you, what would it mean for your program to bring home the PNTT trophy? And then where would you put that trophy um, if you were to win it? <laughs> well, since I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, I'll protect it somewhere. Um, so it doesn't turn into a toy and, um, it would actually mean a ton, um, partially cause you run the tournament and you do such a great job of it. And, uh, everyone I know in the game plays in it. Um, it's a big deal to all of us. So yeah, about the only thing that would be bigger would be winning a NTT and that wouldn't be that much bigger. Um, I mean, yeah, that's mean debatable, right? I mean, the PN- <laughs> it is debatable. It is debatable. I hear you uh yeah well that's great i mean you got you got a little experience winning trophies you won uh you won one of our dynasty leagues one year and uh got the trophy for and you, you kept that out of reach from your kids for a while so you, i did you got, that one's yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> how about you that. what would it mean for san antonio to bring home the pntt championship and then if you were where would you put the trophy uh, well, it would mean a lot. You know, uh, I've been playing uh, for a long time, but I just haven't really reached the success that I did in the old uh, driving lane um, with this team. Uh, even though we, we win a decent amount of games, we just haven't really shown it in any tournament. So this would be one of the first tournaments that 
we win since we started this new team. Um, and uh, I would definitely just have it sitting right here next to me. Uh, I'm on my desk, so I see it every day when I'm when I'm working. Um, just reminding myself that you know I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thanks, coaches. This is so much fun. And you guys are both class acts. Um, you represent some of the best of what uh, League 31 has to offer. And, you know, don't don't take this lightly, like making it to this stage where you're playing for trophies. Like that's what this game's all about, you know. So I just want to thank you guys for both being part of this pro this tournament, for coming on this podcast. And I wish you both the best of luck tonight in the game. Appreciate that, Coach. Good luck tonight. I hope your team plays really well and almost gets it done. <laughs> yeah, good luck tonight, Coach. <laughs> All right, should be fun. I'll accept the scrim yeah. soon. When, when do you want me to accept it, Kyle? Anytime. You're you're okay. Anytime now. You're good. So. Sounds great. Well, good luck. All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you later.